schedule was wake up do a podcast about improv comedy with two sort of comedians and then go see dune and tweet about it yeah <laughs> That's a hell of a saturday absolutely and you know it you know it actually it started even earlier could you believe it i was playing super mario 64 uh next to my partner going like hey look look at this jump look look at how high he can jump uh, lynn's just like okay it is Woohoo! <laughs> that, that's I've been working on that for my improv bits in case anyone does a Mario. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, here's my little improv bit. It's it's Mario, but he works at the at the DMV. Oh, you don't have your right ID, Mamma Mia! And then there's a completely silent audience. Um, yes, I- and Mario is the one actually fulfilling his license and then there's like a stereotypically racist in whatever way dmv uh bureaucrat who's like uh you need a birth certificate and mario goes it's a me mario and then there's the <laughs> silence the camera zooms out it's on ellis island it says 19 like 17 and you realize, no that's like, sketch what? don't delete it don't oh, delete my improv with sketch this, See, this that's, is that's an impulse People this is why to i make need to learn funny. this is why i need to learn um, yeah. I I know nothing about improv. Um, I th- I think we should it, we should introduce uh every, you you know oh, Sophie so you know Rob, um Sophie's from Dumbage Media Rob Dumb and Awful you you know all these things. Um, I am not. They almost certainly do. who knows those things. Who know? By the way, if, if you're out there like I know Rob, no you don't. <laughs> I'm at Dumb and Awful. You, you figure it out. You think you know Rob? Come on. Um, that would be another funny. Uh, that would be your Netflix special. You think you know Rob, and you're just like, come on, what's what's the deal with uh, with getting an apartment in New York City, guys? What's what's up with that? You did did you have to get an apartment in New York City at any point in your life? Was that a thing you had to go through? I would just like to point out, uh, I don't need to do that Netflix special because that's basically what this movie was. This is just, wouldn't it be cool to move to New York and and get an apartment and just do improv with with your buddies? Uh, and the answer to that question, which I think the movie also answers uh, in the the cinematic world, is no, that wouldn't be cool at all. <laughs> this this movie was so, this horrible. In Canada, the equivalent is like moving to Toronto and paying for a second city class. Or is it Montreal? What what is the what is the improv well, capital of Canada? If you want to do shitty improv, it's Toronto. You know, you can get an apartment that is an hour train ride into the city. So, you know, you're taking the train after your job at, like, a restaurant on a Wednesday night. And you're going to Second City Improv. And you're in a room with three 40-year-old men. um, Someone who is trying to improve their conversational English. And, like, two 19-year-olds. And Drake, who wants to do a Jamaican character because he's going through another funny phase. I exactly. miss uh, Jamaican dancehall Drake. That was that was probably my favorite era of Drake. 
Uh, and now that we're in sort of the Scorpion certified lover boy era, I don't think he's going to improv classes anymore. Or do you think he can pay for, you know, the the UCB guys or whatever to come over to Drake's mansion to tell him how to make a, a joke about waiting in line about a at a mortuary or something? I don't know. I, I think the thing I about think he's Drake on to sketch is now. Yeah, Drake is is always like one bad breakup away from returning to a UCB sketch class. That that's the energy <laughs> he gives me. So I I think a good place to start uh, talking about improvisational comedy and our you know our thorough critique of the 2016 comedy film Don't Think Twice, directed by Mike Birbiglia. Uh, and written Starring by Mike, Mike Birbiglia. Mike Birbiglia. <laughs> produced, produced by Ira Glass. He's got the whole Tommy Wiseau uh, credits situation going on. Um, I have no experience with improv comedy because I always felt like if I stepped into that world, uh, it would... It's it's like joining band or something in high school. Like It, it really pivots what kind of person you can be and i was really scared of that so i didn't do it but i'm familiar uh that that you two have experience in the world of improvisational comedy so i like to hear a little bit about your life where you're coming from and uh you know what you what lived experience you are bringing to this conversation um my my personal lived experience with improv is that I did audition for my high school improv team and I was not allowed to be on it. And then a dark, dark period of why? my life. And then in university, why wasn't I allowed in it on it? Or why was it dark? Was it queer phobia or were you not funny enough? Why were you not allowed on the high school improv team? I didn't realize that high schools had improv teams either. She kept yelling out provincial school when people asked for a location. That's a yeah, exactly. joke, right? But isn't that a problem you guys yeah. have up there? Sure, okay. Oh, you mean residential schools? Is that what I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe. Oh, God. <laughs> Provincial schools. Anyway, oh, God. Comedy. Yeah, and then in university, I was Look, on we, an improv team. I have enough team. atrocities to, to sift through here. <laughs> a a non-geographical location, wow. a residential school. I was going to say, I did a an improv competition in New York once, and we placed second. And NYU placed first, and they were like, we placed second last year, so we deserve to be first this year. And I was like, is that how it works? And then I remembered that is how improv works. That's, Here, I hate that. That's <laughs> as valid as any other scoring methodology, because it is I was like, comedy. honestly, no that's true. Yeah, I was like, you know what? That's true, actually. <laughs> I think I think we've all been in those bars commiserating after our improv tournament losses saying, you know what? Fuck NYU. You know, the the whole thing was rigged for them anyway. Their parents were on the judging commission and freaking National Lampoon was there and they have an interest in seeing those guys win. I don't know. I don't know what the the dimensions of the improv comedy world are, but I think the ceiling is that you can make a movie about improv comedy and how it changed your life. Look, if you're Mike Birbiglia, uh, no one tells you no, uh, apparently. Now, you're only asking uh, This American Life listeners and Ira Glass specifically. Uh, but yeah, no, you can get this movie done is what I've learned. And I, I don't want to make it 
seem like this is a bad movie. I think probably it succeeds on its own terms, which is to say like this does, this is an immersive world of doing improv around like 2012 in New York city. You can tell it's 2012 because all the like grimy, shitty improvisers apartments they go to are, are now like they, they make a point of making New York city a character, you know? So they show the, the, the street signs and all that. And it's just like, you would not be able to afford any of these places now at all. This, this is improviser lodgings in the sense of it's like trust fund NYU improviser lodgings. And again, that kind of works for the characters. Uh, because again, I, I couldn't tell so much of this because like the person making it, Mike Birbiglia and, and uh, key, right. And um, the girl from community, like, all these people, the actors are the ones who transcended improv and got the success. Like in real life, they're all the character that, that gets on SNL. And so it's hard to parse how much of the like insufferability of this is because they are in the win condition. They never got like uh, uh, winnowed down or, 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 or like saw that improv was maybe a, a little bit of a, a super annoying art form that nobody wants. From their perspective, it's just like, it oh, I started out. doing this at UCB LA or, you know, I took some classes at Chelsea and, and uh, you know, then I was on Kimmy Schmidt and then I was on SNL and now, you know, now I make movies. It's like improv, improv is a beautiful garden that if you tend it, it will blossom. And it's just like, that's some improviser shit to say. Rob, were you, uh, were you an improv comic? Did you hang out in that scene at all? Uh, no and yes. So I have to cop to, I came to New York, I was getting my, my MFA already terrible, but I was like, how do I put this over the top? And so I signed up for and took every UCB sketch and improv class. Oh my so God. Been, oh yeah. No, I've been in these, these fucking trenches. This, this is a movie where I could realistically just be walking in the background in a hoodie like, oh, yes, and uh, are you a pirate, a cyborg, or a ninja? And I know that's a possibility because <laughs> everyone I took classes with is an extra in this. 